those nights when one drink with the girls turns into a bottle, but you need your car for brunch the next day. There's pickup. Or at Friday work drinks, where you don't want to leave your car with expensive tools at the pub. There's pickup. Don't miss out on the fun. Get a pickup. Simply book on our app, and we'll pick you up to drive you and your car home. Two drivers arrive, one drives you home in your car, and the other driver follows. Download the pickup app today. That's PKUP, and wake up worry free. Hi, I'm Nick Perkett. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostert, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Hello and welcome to Inside Supercars. On this show, we go into the Tickford Garage and catch up with Rod Nash and lead driver Cam Waters. We also take a chance to speak to Kai Allen, who will be in the support categories along with Jalen Robotham. I hope you enjoy this show. Welcome to Inside Supercars. Tony Whitlock at Winton Test Day. I'm here with Rod Nash, who is uh, an owner of Tickford with four cars on the grid. Somebody who I've known from the day he joined this category, where he stepped out of Speedway to get into an ex uh, Wayne Gardner Commodore, uh, run by John Faulkner um, back in the 90s. And uh, through various incantations, driving at Bathurst and competing, and then made the giant jump to be buying ProDrive, Tickford, mm. the whole thing. Rod, welcome again to Inside Supercars. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Look, um, you know, that's 25 years ago uh, where you're making that claim. I decided after, you know, 23 years of Speedway that um, there might be something new on the horizon. So um, hanging out with... Um, with uh, Les Small and John Faulkner at the time. So uh, we come up with a theory and yeah, Wayne was just getting out of his coke cars. So we went and um, uh, found Wally's story up at Sydney and, you know, and bought the cars and uh, and um, the rest is history really. But um, yeah, so over two and a half decades, seen plenty of, uh, of change and advancement. I knew nothing about touring cars when I come into it apart from being a um, you know a, a supporter um, but uh, yeah I've, I've certainly learned a lot um, as I have my own businesses but um, you learn a lot in racing that's for sure. Indeed now this is yet again another version of supercars of Esco T of the whole thing where there is a new owner in town uh, and the series is no longer owned by the teams um, it's something very different and it has the portent to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've had a belief that, you know, um, you know, it's a sporting code at the end of the day. So, um, you know, teams don't need to – teams have their own businesses and, and, you know, race teams are complex with – or your commercial side, which is your sales and, and your partners, and then the logistics side. So, and then there's a whole lot that goes with that too. So, um, you know, I've felt that teams should uh, just concentrate and run their businesses. And then a sporting code is it uh, has a lot of opportunity 
within it, but the teams are not the professionals in running a sporting code. So, um, I mean, we've done well, you know, uh, Vesco through to um, V8 supercars to supercars. I mean, the administrations that have um, that have run them along the way. I mean, you know, there's been some fairly outstanding contributions um, by, uh, you know, all those CEOs and, and what have chairmen and stuff. But equally, teams have played a big part. But I think the timing was perfect to go to this style of model where, um, you know, we don't, uh, we don't have the shareholding, but, but we have the value in what's known as the TRC. Uh, teams racing contract, which is the license to race, um, and um, and I think it's a whole new era. And um, yeah, we'll, uh, there's a, a lot of scope that TLA or race will be able to get their fingers into. One of the very good things that to me seems about this season is that there's now a man in charge in Shane Howard who has an extreme uh, amount of experience across the whole gamut of the business, both the events and also the actual uh, events themselves. Look, Shane is a standout. You know, uh, you know, he's been around this business, um, you know, um, as long as I have, plus some, and 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 you know, he he has a real knack of understanding, you know, uh, down, right down in the deeper meanings of what makes a race car tick, um, how teams operate, how governments work, um, you know, uh, how tracks work, promoters. Um, there is so many logistics. I uh, wouldn't even pretend to understand it. So Shane's got a wealth of experience. He's uh, always been very passionate um, about the brand, but he's he's been one of the you know real high enders from my point. So it was great to see him get the CEO role, and I think it's a good time too because you know Shane would have admit himself, like I would, that we're not marketeer style of people, you know, um, uh, we're logistics style of people, so Shane certainly is very much commercially, but there's that element um, uh, in a sporting code, of, uh, especially in the modern day with the digital and social and, and all the networks and all the um, administration that goes with it, so I think it's a great time to have a CEO with Shane's experience, because uh, TLA have a, a, a great wealth of, of experience um, within themselves and they will not only bring that to the table but take take that and uh, with their tentacles and hopefully grow our sport for you know, even further than what it is. One of the things that uh, I imagine you'll be very important to is you've got uh, uh, two very experienced drivers and two young drivers this year. Mm. Um, it's quite a different squad to what you've had in recent times. Um, um, James Courtney there is the senior and experienced one leading and with cameras beside him. But then two young charges in Jake Kostecki and Thomas Randall. Now, they must provide an enormous amount of impetus for you to, you know, let's go and have a real crack at this, guys. Yeah, look, uh, don't tell anyone, but I've labelled one garage, um, you know, the Statesman, which easy to uh, cams now growing up into that area. And as you say, JC is a wealth of experience, you know, very well presented in everything, he, he, the way he presents himself. Um, he's, um, you know, he, he works hard at what he does. 
and uh, still competitive. You know, Cam's great. He's uh, been an, an apprentice under Tim, you know, and and uh, he's come through and he's, um, you know, he's racing hard at the moment away from supercars as well as there. So they're the Statesman Garage. And the other one I'm calling the Cheeky Monkey Garage. Um, you know, Thomas has also got a wealth of experience. It might be his rookie year, first year in supercars, but he has a wealth of racing experience. And, you know, he's got a cross-broad talent, you know, um, you know, racing cars and then next minute he's playing a piano and and uh, very jovial but but he's got a lot of depth to what he what I believe we'll see uh, he will draw on to actually do the job out on the track so he's just got to fall into the you know this systematic way but I feel he's got uh, quite a lot of experience so if he sort of also bleeds off the two statesmen a little bit that'll be great then there's jake i mean yep um the apprentice so to speak so i mean the family sort of you know if you just take the kostecki brigade i mean you know they're they're all pretty good at what they do they live and breathe it um you know steve leads the charge uh, from the father figure but I think the uh, the Kostecki clan, as you'd call it, are uh, very committed to, to what they do. And look, um, you know, I haven't known Jake for a long time, but um, you know, I've met him a couple of um, speedway circuits over Christmas and that sort of thing. And he's he's hungry and just passionate. You know, so, um, but you know, it's like anything. Um, this game does call on you to do your apprenticeship so um, our, our guys, our engineers have got a, a plan for him and um, and he'll just uh, you know climb into the seat and he'll operate under a plan Okay, um, you know one of the biggest things that uh, is happening this year is while running a full uh, competitive season you're also going to be building in the back half of the year the Gen 3 car to roll out for the 2023 season. Um, do you see a lot of complications in doing that? Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, um, when we say complications, I mean, you know, uh, NASCAR's just gone through it. I mean, it's a, it's a huge job. Um, uh, you know, with the car of the future, you know, um, it's a few moons ago now, but, you know, that was a reasonable job. Um, I think... This car's just a Gen 3 car or concept is just that much more complex again because we're just wanting to make it, you know, a real race car, but we want it like all the sporting codes, not all like NASCAR, make it look like a road car. So there's lots of learnings from Car of the Future, uh, lots of driver inputs. So, yeah, we've got a big year, and um, and at the, as, as the cars start and get built, I mean, we're still racing, so the second half of the year is going to um, be quite busy for everybody, and um, and it's not going to be without its uh, frustrations. But it's how we sort of all pull together as a network, and um, and you know work it out. Um, as in um, how we go about it, resources required um, as we roll out of one car and uh, and into another. 
As we're now talking um, at this moment, it's just been announced that the mask mandates in Victoria, um, the QR codes are dropping away. It seems as though things are opening up and in international travel. Um, this is going to make it a lot easier for a whole bunch of different reasons. Yeah, look, when we didn't start off too well because uh, with the cancellation of Newcastle, that was disappointing, but we were still coming off the back of, of you know, the previous year. So, um, you know, there's just some niggling aspects of why, and it's a complex street circuit, so there was just niggling aspects that prevented, um, you know, everyone being able to uh, um, uh, plan to run it. You know, there was still risk there that it might have gone ahead. You know, we've got New Zealand um, uh, border closures at the moment and we've only just learnt that Perth is going to open up now, which is great news. But, you know... Um, we haven't been there since 19. No. So, you know, like, um, it was only a few weeks ago we were thinking we're not going to be able to get to Perth either. So... The Newcastle thing was disappointing, but, you know, there's there's um, some planning in the background to still try and get there. But I think, yeah, um, the, the the stage is set where I think, um, you know, we're in the world of living with it, like, you know, the rest of the world's doing it. So, um, you know, I'm sort of quietly confident that um, and using still proper process, you know, it's not about throwing the baby out the bathwater. I mean, the, you know, hygiene and masks and everything else all can contribute to being healthy um, I mean we're doing things as a team you know we sort of thought about do we need to be climbing on all these planes you know so our crew's driving from Melbourne to Sydney we've never done that we just repetitiously climb on a plane and go to Sydney so it's not that far to drive up the road we had to do it last year when you couldn't fly so we're just carrying it on yeah a bit more fun for the guys on the road anyway yeah uh, pretty boring you know flying around on planes so um, it's those sorts of things that you can try and keep a bit of a health check, and uh, but hopefully, yeah, it just keeps opening up, and uh, and we don't have these um, restrictions, distractions, and hurdles to stop us, um, uh, you know, running the the calendar. Do you see any major changes in the way that you know a four car model for next year as well for new car? Um, look, you're always learning. I mean, running four cars. I mean, the, our 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 supercars operates in a in a um, single um, a, a, a single pit boom per two cars, so that sets a stage that everything operates as a two car team. So we've sort of in the past we've sort of you join it all together, but we've learned from that. So we're just operating within what a supercar's structure would be, and we've got two two car garages. So they'll both be fed with their with their own you know um, um, oxygen levels um, but you know we'll try and just uh, do um, well in each garage but operate them a little bit separately but look you just keep learning um, the driver you know um, combinations can be complex at times so you know we, we think we've got a good good mix so um, and but we, we, we keep changing um, you know the way we structure up on, on how we you know conduct ourselves at a race meeting because it's very competitive out there so you've got to keep getting sharper and we've just come off the back the team has of um, some fairly solid workshops with you know run by sports sykes and everything else just to do that a little bit more to uh, pick up all those one percenters
It would seem that we've got up and down pit lane a highly competitive year ahead of us with enough changes in most teams, not all, but most teams, to suggest that it's going to be a race to a championship. Well, you know, I, um, I've learned along the way, if this is my, which it is, my 25th year at it, um, I've learned that um, it doesn't stop being competitive. Just as you thought you'd seen it all, then you've dealt up a little bit more, you know. Um, so that's uh, that's credit to the category because um, my point is is that it's a really difficult one to bet on. Now you, you always have the leaders of the of the season, you know. Um, so you know that's the way it goes. But having said that, though, I mean. You know, there's a lot of focus by a couple of teams, and ours is one of them, about focusing on your one percenters. And uh, we've had a change in the guard. I mean, RD's certainly been a good benchmark, as well as what Penske, DJ have. I mean, Tickford's been, or FPR's been there before. Uh, Walkinshaw certainly have, you know. So you, you've got some, you know, you've got teams still stepping up, and you've got those teams that are not sitting on their hands and we're fully aware that as we're trying to step it up and do our one percenters, unfortunately we'd be aware that the others are doing the same. So, you know, it will it will just be another real competitive year. But I think what'll be great is is that circling back to the TLA side, race side, if they can if they're taking us to a, a new level in, you know, just the way they present us to the world and uh, telecasts and everything else well, then at least we're stepping the show with it. But it's going to be interesting. And then, of course, that's the end of that era. And then we start it all again next year with clean sheet of paper, brand-new cars, um, and uh, supposedly got the parity right, but, you know, all things being equal. Um, you know, there could be some excitement for the following year with when the wheels fall off the cart here and there. So it's going to be quite interesting. You've been here through some really amazing times. I mean, through the the launch and the growth of the Adelaide 500, unfortunately now demise. It may come back if certain political things happen. May not. Yeah. Um, the way in which Townsville and Darwin, um, Newcastle's event was fantastic. You know, a really great event. Um, it's been a, a, a really amazing ride, and you'd have to say that. Last couple of years, quite apart from COVID, have been some tough times for the series, but it would seem the elements are there to be riding another wave mm. through. Ah, look, we've we've lent on on the 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 um, the platform that's been built, you know, and that circles back to your Shane Howards and the like. That I mean, you know, that platform was strong, and we had to fall back on it, like a, a lot of businesses had to do during um, during a pandemic, you know, lockdown situation. So, you know, um, there was some good and bad with that, but we didn't fail. Um, I mean, look, you know, we were tested, but we didn't fail. So I think um, good testament, but, um, yeah, it's uh, it's still, we've just got to get the engines running again, and so to speak, and um, hopefully this year shows that. Well, I'm sure there'll be lots of people around the country looking forward to seeing Tickford Racing, Rod Nash, having a great year. We look forward to uh, seeing the results as they come along. So do we. Strike up with Jalen Robotham, who's coming up for year two in Super 2. We first talked to him for Inside Motorsports in New Zealand when he was doing the 86 series. 
2018? 19, 20. Uh, 20 or 19. 20. 9. Yes, 19 or 20. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, now we're here at Winton. He's uh, had another run in uh, a uh, run by uh, Terry Wyhoon and yep. Image Racing. Um, and the chassis you're in? Ah, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm in the in John Boy's car from last year now. Um, I was a bit too small for the other car. Uh, so yeah, Jay, my teammate, is uh, a bit smaller than me, so yeah, it sort of just worked out well. And um, yeah, looking forward to this year. We, we've had Monday testing and today testing as well. And um, yeah, made gains with, with setup changes and um, trying some different stuff. So yeah, should be good for, for Sydney in a couple of weeks' time. Um, and Sydney Motorsport Park, is it a track you like? Yeah, so um, we did a test day there last year and we showed good speed. Um, it was just, yeah, we didn't get to sort of put it all together in quality and um, in the race. Um, yeah, it was sort of stuck behind traffic. And then um, that second race uh, got red flagged due to the, the rain, we the, the, yeah, the torrential rain there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we moved forward in that race, that was looking good. Um, but yeah, was, they got red flags. So yeah, I like Sydney. I, I did well in Super 3 there a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, hopefully we can sort of show the speed we had last year. And um, even with these improvements now, I'll go a bit better. All right. And the car feels good this year? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the boys at Erebus and even Image have been working hard behind the scenes over the, over the off season to get the car moving forward. And um, yeah, to put on track and to see the gains, is uh, yeah, it's been pretty cool. All right, well, wonderful. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Best of luck with the uh, City Motorsport Park and all the rest of the rounds to, to go with uh, this year. Cool, thank you so much. The young man here who's uh, making a name for himself, he did last year. We last spoke to him in 2000, early 2019. Kai Allen, K-A-I Allen. So remember that name. He's uh, smiling. Uh, he's now looking me in the eyes because last time I spoke, I was having a bend over sort of thing because <laughs> he has grown. And you're now 16? Yes, 16 now. Yep. All right, wonderful. Kai, you've done a lot of things in motorsport already. Most of it was on carts, but now you made the jump last year, was it, to 86? Yes. Yeah, so... Um, we got to go. we got to go? Yep. Interrupt another drive scene. Yeah, you had yeah. you Kurt Kostecki. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, got, we, got, we got some racing to do. Okay. <laughs> all right. No worries. We didn't do it after all. No, no, no. We just only took a couple of minutes. All right. No. Anyway, so Kai, forget uh, Kai Kostecki. Kurt Kostecki, he can just uh, wait there. Kai, tell us um, about 86 last year. Yeah, so 86 was really good last year. It was a um, very good learning curve, from obviously from karting, like you said, jumping up to the 86s, so... Um, was uh, unfortunate I was too young to race at Bathurst at the start of the year, so missed the first round. Um, Winton obviously got cancelled due to COVID, so first round was Townsville um, with the TechWorks team, and they were really great. Ended up um, coming third overall, um, my first round, so really happy with that. Learned lots, and then, yeah, just one thing after another. Another round's got cancelled stuff, so the next round was the SMP, which um, unfortunately had, um, we couldn't do that with TechWorks, so I joined the Norwell program and, um, yeah, got a car through there and was um, racing Luke Vanner's old car, which Brock Feeney used to drive and then Will Brown before that. Yep. So the car had a bit of pedigree um, behind it. So, yeah, really good. Basically ran the car with myself and Kurt, who just <laughs> interrupted us then. So yep. me and him ran an SMP and um, ended up second in the last race in the wet. So okay. really great. Yeah, got a, got a few results last year. Um, Bathurst 
experience was a bit unfortunate with a few few little mechanical dramas and, and a few little things, so didn't get too much experience at Bathurst. But but you obviously liked the balance of the yeah, car, and you found it good yeah, to drive. Yeah, the car was great. I was learning lots, and um, yeah, it took so much out of it. Um, but yeah, now jumping up to Super 3, it's, um, so, it's been good. Yeah, now you've only got six times the horsepower. And yeah, that's right. It's an amazing thing to to jump into these sort of cars. You're obviously enjoying the driving of this car. Yeah, hundred percent. The car's unreal. So, um, yeah, this used to be Jamie Winkup's old car. So it's um, yeah, it's pretty Top cool pedigree. to drive that. Yes, a lot of pedigree. This one. So, yep. um, nah, just learning it, learning about it. Monday was our first test day, um, and now Wednesday is our second one. So, yeah, just just trying to find my feet a bit and learn the different techniques of the the big beast. So, it's yeah. long been said that you know there's an awful lot to be learned when you're lying in bed after driving something. Yeah. <laughs> did you coming back for the second drive? Did you find that? Did oh, hundred you... percent. Yeah. yeah. So sleeping on is the biggest thing, um, and it's great. We had had a day in between the test days, so we did a lot of data and stuff, and then now we can come back, and it's been been great. Learned lots, and um, yeah, we'll just keep pressing on. All right. Well, All right. thanks very much for joining us, Kayan. We look forward to talking to you during the year. All right. Thank you. That's it for part two of our Winton Garage special. Up next, we have a look at Grove Racing. I hope you can join us then. Till next time round, keep smiling, and bye for now. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next week for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.